Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Shauna Theriault and Jarrett McKenzie, and uh, we're talking about all manners of things financial. Uh, so we have quite a few questions today, and uh, just as well dive right in. Uh, AC from Marietta says a relative wants to give her automobile to my son. That's a pretty cool thing. Uh, he's recently in college and might want to qualify for a grant or financial help with education expenses. He's about seven thousand. He has about seven thousand dollars in savings, uh, and is the named beneficiary in a 529 account, about twenty thousand dollar balance. Um, should the car be registered in my son's name or mine for an insurance, from an insurance point of view, uh, does it matter? Neither of us have tickets or accident claims. And again, that's from AC from Marietta. That sounds like a financial planning question to me. You guys got a awesome answer. Well, AC, I think, you know, as far as the FAFSA goes. And and that's the application you have to fill out for college, a financial application. Everybody has to fill it out. Exactly. I don't think that's really going to be affected here by... Uh, this scenario that you're presented with. What I I do think is going to be the most impactful or meaningful to you is uh, that registration and the cost of the insurance uh, because that's really where you're going to probably find the biggest difference and and particularly uh, whether or not some things are even allowable, right? Because I think it's pretty clear that uh, the cost of insurance, if it were registered in his name, and and by the way, if it is registered in his name, then the insurance would need to be in his name. Uh, that is going to be probably a lot more costly than it would be for you as uh, someone who who is older, more experienced, longer driving record, that sort of thing. Uh, and so if from that perspective, you could register it in your name, uh, that's going to be more beneficial. Now, again, that's going to be dependent upon the registration of that vehicle because it cannot be uh, in, in your son's name uh, and then be covered under your insurance most likely. Uh, but then what you're, you're presented with if you go that route is that if the car is then registered in your name and therefore under your insurance policy, what kind of liability are you opening yourself up to if you let him take that off to college and, you know, he's letting a friend drive it around at night and they're going to... You well, know, that can get really complicated, can't it? You <laughs> it really start can. thinking about that. I mean, so do most people buy the car and keep it in their name for yeah, their child? Well... I guess I, I don't have drivers yet. I, I, have little I did not. I, and that's not to say that that's, that's the way to go, you know, when... when my parents were just very adamant that, you know, that's something you got to pay for if you want to go car, off. Yeah, and so it was something yeah, that I Yeah, I would think had. from a liability, from an umbrella standpoint, yeah. to your point, geez. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Look, if you want to, <clears throat> AC, if, if you're going to keep it registered in your name, keep it on your policy, I would have a very honest and frank discussion with your insurance agent Absolutely. about making sure, yeah, your limits are right. Exactly. Like you said, Umbrella, you, all that. there should be no gaps. Make sure that you have sufficient coverage because you're opening yourself up. Now, again, you can keep your costs down and that's probably going to be uh, one of your, your objectives here by doing that. But again, you don't want to open yourself up to liability by, by mm-hmm. doing that. So, um, in my opinion, I think you'd be better off having it in your name, but again, not without a very thorough review of your insurance policy. But AC, you know, as Jarrett said, it's not going to affect college because it's not, they don't ask that question on the No fast, funding issues. Exactly. Right. They yeah. ask about accounts. They ask about your tax returns. They ask yep. about 
all your house, but they don't ask about cars. Yeah. So in fact, that seven thousand in savings and potentially that five twenty nine balance, that is going to play more of a role in his FAFSA, right. the impact on his FAFSA than the car would. Right. Uh, so those those issues that we just mentioned, as far as the car is concerned, I think would be uh, much more meaningful to keep in mind. Uh, when when you're talking about the the automobile. Well, and if and if he's still being supported by you, then it's actually your financial information that goes on the FAFSA. It's not the child's. True. All right. So if you have questions you'd like to uh, have us answer on the air, you can contact us at seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six, or you can email us at drgene at hensler dot com. Again, that's spelled D R G E N E at H E N S S L E R dot com. Uh, and we have quite a few other questions that we'll get to today. How about uh, Randy from Smyrna says, Last week I saw on TV that despite the trouble in financials, J.P. Morgan Chase was a solid long-term holding. Is JPM a buy right now? JPM, by the way, is the ticker symbol for J.P. Morgan. Uh, apparently banks rallied yesterday with JPM in the lead. Now, uh, I will tell you JPM is seen as kind of a, a high-quality, uh, best-of-breed type uh, company. Uh, right now, the stock looks a bit rich as far as valuation goes. Uh, you can see their PE, the price to earnings ratio, at 13.95, right below 14, um, is well above their seven year average, which is around 10. Uh, if you look at their PEG, which is their forward PE divided by their expected growth rate, it's at 121. Really, it doesn't look too bad. Uh, and that long-term growth rate, if you were wondering, is 9.8%. That's all derived by um, the opinion of uh, buy-side analysts who look at stocks and try to uh, make a determination as to how they think earnings will grow uh, in the three to five years forward-looking. Um, when I look at other things about J.P. Morgan, one of the reasons that uh, you do see them um, usually weather turmoil much better is because they have a, a really conservative method uh, of handling their loan portfolio. Uh, and by that, I mean they reserve well against potential loan losses. Their, their, uh, their uh, amounts that they reserve are, are higher. Um, you know, when, when things begin to be non-performing loans or non-performing assets in this uh, language of banking, uh, they do tend to write them off relatively quickly instead of trying to linger and, and uh, make a gain out of something that otherwise would not have been. Uh, so, you know, when I look through other banks, I, I see J.P. Morgan still stacks up really well to some of those. Um, to be honest with you, I think uh, J.P. Morgan would probably, again, you know, do relatively well if we had uh, another situation like we saw in 2007, 2008, and even into 2009. Uh, they did have to cut their dividend back then. Uh, it's currently yielding 2.09%, which is not really the most attractive um, stock you could buy. I said, you know, earnings growth is below 10%. You got a dividend that's not really attractive. Uh, financials, due to uh, a lowering of regulation, have actually seen uh, significant benefits. I think if you look right now, year to date, financials are about flat. In fact, like down 0.01%, so about as flat as you could get um, in, in uh, the course of a year, obviously. Um, 
so I, I really would rather look somewhere else. But you know, if you if you have a spot for a, a financial company and you wanted to have exposure to banks, J.P. Morgan is not a bad choice. Do they meet our investment criteria? Do you know? They off do. The top of your yeah, head? they they absolutely do meet the investment criteria uh, based on financial strength and safety. Um, but at the moment, we don't have it as a recommended holding, mm-hmm. and uh, valuation is is really the key to that. Yeah, well, Randy, I like them just for the sake of uh, how involved I see them already becoming in the blockchain, which I think is going to be a, a big, yeah. you know, uh, piece of the financial industry. Sure. Down the I, road, I, I believe yes. that it probably that blockchain technology has the the most um, potential for disruption as technology yeah. likes to. To uh, think of itself as being disruptive and and uh, creative, you right. know, for the long term, I, I think blockchain probably is the best thing to come out of uh, out of cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. these days. And you're absolutely right; they have embraced it, but they're not alone. There's a lot of sure. banks, a lot of other financial services companies that uh, that are embracing mm-hmm. uh, black blockchain technology. So yeah. uh, you could probably find others that might be even more attractively priced. Um, than J.P. Morgan, but again, you know, a solidly well-managed com- company. Uh, excuse me. Uh, there's uh, another question here. Uh, might be more in the wheelhouse of uh, our financial planners. How about Felicia from Mableton? It says, uh, if you were to distill it down, what are the top points to consider when planning retirement goals? Distill it, Felicia. You got me excited there for a minute. I, oh, I we're going another direction there, yeah. Troy. Well, uh, about it's the, still the distilleries. Hours, Jared. Maybe, yeah. maybe you should <laughs> get home before you start thinking in that manner. But hey, you know, it's five hey, o'clock it's somewhere, a, Jared. It's, it's five a, o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's There's, almost almost five o'clock for us here. Don't encourage him, Troy. I'm, he doesn't need. He has yeah. enough. So yeah. you're right. The show airs yeah, on a Saturday, so being from Paulding County, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some corn mash in a barrel somewhere. By Paulding County, I assume you mean God's country. Uh, you you okay. name it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Felicia, it's actually a really good question, though. I mean, there there's obviously a lot of retirement planning goals. And, How about you know, saving as early as you can? Yeah, kind of something we already right. talked about. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I would say if, if I had to answer, that would be one of the majors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The earlier, the better. I mean, you can't go doubt. wrong there. It's And obviously, some of this is circumstantial, depending on, you know, your specific uh, scenario. But, I mean... Considering the amount of risk you might need in order to make your money last, you know, that's one of the things we look at through financial planning when we do it is what is necessary. Because what we don't want to do if we know or at least can sort of uh, approximate how much risk is necessary for you to make that money last, if, if that number is, let's just say, 7%. We don't want to chase 20% just for the sake of doing so. I mean, we hope to get 20%, but we're not going to subject or jeopardize the assets more than we need to if we know that the risk would be that low. And so determining that number, I think, is going to be very important, which would also help you determine your asset allocation, which is going to be necessary for purposes of spending. You know, I mean, Exactly. Yeah. The biggest the biggest thing with retirement and, and how much you need in assets, because we get the question all the time, well, how much do I need? Is it $3 million? Is it $5 million? Well, that depends. Yeah. If you yeah. have $3 million and spend 300000 you need more than $3 million. Right. So well, and, yeah. if and you if have $3 million and you spend fifty, you can retire. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends on what you spend. That's yeah. That will drive your figure. Yep. And let's face it, uh, the more you save, the less you spend, right? So developing yeah. a good habit when you're really young mm-hmm. actually benefits you in many ways. Right. Uh, not only do you have that uh, better potential for growth uh, and the compounding of interest, but at the same time, you're teaching yourself not to spend every dime you make. 
Right. And uh, and that's really important piece, I well, think. I'll tell you something that's more true than ever these days when it comes to planning for retirement goals, and that is the cost of health care. I think right. for us, that's the big variable, right? I mean, we do, we know it's rising probably more oh, than, yeah. than any of us want to see. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's something that while you don't know exactly what that might be, it is most definitely a consideration to be made because you, you've got to at least plan for some type of expense there, right? And and hopefully sufficiently so, but uh, it's not something you want to leave out, which I've seen clients come in and, and have a, a plan that maybe they had worked on previously that that was left out of. And uh, it's just too, it, if it's not already too big of an expense to have negated, it's becoming one. And, yeah. you know, hopefully this whole thing with Jamie Dimon, Warren Buffett, and, and Jeff Bezos of Amazon is, you know, that this healthcare initiative that they're, they're looking to tackle is going to... Yeah turn that around but you know right. certainly we not really, for a while we have heard absolutely no details on that and we really haven't heard much about it at all yeah. in in quite a few months but uh they did make a, a make selection a, today yeah they they made a, a comment that that's still something they're definitely working yeah. on. well they say i saw an article that said they've they've now selected the ceo which they'll reveal within the next couple of weeks of yeah, this sure. company but you know i'm interested to see they say it's going to be quite a while before it has any kind of meaningful effect if it has a meaningful effect but you know i do look forward to some of those details because i'd like to you know sort of talk more about it here in, in right. this forum to sort of flush that out because it's something that we've got to address for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jared, you mentioned uh, how much risk you can actually take. Uh, the reality is the younger you are, the more risk you can take. So you can, yeah. you know, if you start, the earlier you start, you actually have more opportunity to make up any mistakes you might make early on in your investment career. So uh, it, it does give you other opportunities. Really, I would say that's probably the key right there. Yep. Is, uh, the earlier, the better. There's not, uh, there's never a time it's too early to begin investing. So, guys, real quick, are we up or down next week? After this week, it's got to be down. Oh, wow. Up. Yeah, I'm up, too, Sean. Don't listen to this <laughs> Listening to Money Talks. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.